Welcome to the Education in Isolation podcast with me, Angela Connell, where we will explore the challenges of businesses moving from a face-to-face training mode to an online training environment. Many businesses have been caught off guard by the COVID-19 pandemic, but the situation is proving to be a catalyst for new possibilities and opportunities for the training industry. Let me and my guests help you make the most of these opportunities and to navigate the transition so that you and your organisation come out stronger and more resilient than when you went in. Education is the answer and you are the leader. Hi and welcome to Education in Isolation. Today we're interviewing Ben. Ben, give us a little bit of background about who you are and what you do. Yeah. Thanks, Angela. Um, yeah, my name is Ben Walker. Uh, I run an accounting firm uh, called Inspire, and we're based in Brisbane uh, and work with clients um, sort of all around Australia. Uh, we, um, yeah, I guess we've, we've been um, going for uh, just over seven years now, and we really love helping our our clients, um, you know, navigate the tax aspects of things. Um, uh, but but also, uh, what we've really been, you know, finding people need a lot of help with at the moment is sort of navigating through 2020 and the challenges that we've uh, that have been thrown at us through that. So um, so yeah, uh, and what we're really yes. proud of uh, is is saving our clients uh, over 10 million dollars in tax uh, so far. Um, so that's been been pretty cool. Yes, I saw a celebration of that on your social media recently about hitting that mark. Yep. That's a very exciting mark to hit. That's it. And it's yep. climbing quickly at the moment, actually. So, uh, yeah, we're in tax awesome. planning time, uh, which is April, May, June of every financial year. Uh, and, um, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised in, in a month or two if we're at 12 mil. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's been like the busy... So you're normally this is your busy time of the year and now you're even busier with all of this COVID-19. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we've got tax planning season and then we've got the JobKeeper and COVID-19. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good, though. Yeah. Like we're, we're getting through it. So what has been your biggest challenge since COVID-19? Uh, yeah, great question. And I think one, one of the biggest challenges we got in the early days is, you know, we, we work with business owners and, and when we, we heard or when it got serious in about mid-March, uh, we had a lot of business owners saying, hey, what do I do? Um, you know, I've, I've heard these stimulus measures come out, uh, you know, help us. Um, and, and so we had, you know, um, almost 200 uh, clients sort of reach out and say, hey, um, you know, we, we, we need all this help. And, and we hadn't even had you know, hours to process the, the media releases from the government. So um, so one of our biggest challenges was actually um, uh, almost taking new knowledge that no one knew how to, you know, call it like the stimulus measures or JobKeeper, that sort of stuff, um, you know, breaking it down for our clients and then teaching them about it and, and then also helping them um, sort of apply it in their own business. Um, so, you know, there was... There were some days where um, you know our, our, our team couldn't get any work done because they were just receiving so many calls uh, for help, um, and so so one of our biggest challenges was dealing with that massively increased workload overnight. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So what was the um, so that was a hurdle that you had? How did you overcome that? 
Um, yeah, so uh, so we kind of had a choice, um, you know, and, and we, we wanted to be as fair as we could to, to all our clients and, and help them in the best way possible. So uh, we, we met as a team and basically put together a, an approach to the stimulus releases of, you know, making sure we're always on the front foot, um, you know, I remember sitting there on a Sunday afternoon and ScoMo went live on Facebook and I was like, all right, I'm bang. And then I was sort of documenting what he was saying, what that meant to business owners. And, and we wanted to be, you know, within 24 hours, report back to our clients and our audience of, of what's relevant to them as business owners. Um, and so so that's what we were doing. We, we, we hosted webinars um, literally the day after announcements and, and hoped we had time to sort of work out what was going on before then. Um, but, yeah, it was a very short almost like we almost feel like journalists at the moment uh, with with our reporting cycle on what's what's happening and uh, and just making sure we're, we're massively on the front foot to our clients and, and sort of approaching it in a one-to-many approach in the first instance which you know our, our accountants were, were getting the same question asked over and over again so we thought let's let's answer them at a high level first um, and then then the advice one-to-one is actually in a more personalized way and, and sort of fielding the same question over and over and so how did you achieve that when you were getting the same questions asked over and over again what did you put in place to resolve that yeah, so uh, so one of the things were uh, were webinars, um, but we also had this uh, this plan, uh, which probably would have only been released sort of midway through twenty twenty or towards the end, where we were looking to take a lot of our training and knowledge online and um, through through online courses, and so um, so the the date for that brought forward got fast um, and we. Absolutely. Um, and, and so we, we ended up getting that online in about 48 hours. I think we went from no, no course to um, the webinar live, the webinar recording, and then setting this big document to help our clients through the process um, all up um, literally in 48 hours. That was a very, very intense wow, that's, couple of days. That's amazing. So did you already have the platform built? Uh, we, we had the sort of um, sort of the backbone and, and we, we'd, we'd done literally like we'd signed up to the, um, the online course provider and done the branding kind of thing, you know, put the colours in uh, and literally sort of just had that sitting there for, for you know, a few weeks. And then, um, yeah, the, the 48 hours was taking the, actually filling it with content, building our COVID-19, we called it the business continuity planning course so make sure we get, get through the other side uh, and then we we filled that with its sort of base level of um, content in in 48 hours so downloadable pdfs word docs um, you know recordings of our webinar um, you know next steps for people to access um, you know more information on what the government's released things like that so yeah, and then we had a lot of support for it too. So we had um, different people offer, you know, perspective on HR and legal considerations and um, and, and also uh, insurance. You know, people were saying, oh, can I claim on insurance for different things? And so, yeah, we had all sorts of people provide fact sheets and info um, to help sort of build that out, which was um, awesome. Yeah, so, so it was like you just had a whole heap of, because I could just imagine in 48 hours, all the planning of having to put together a course and work out what the structure would be and things like that. That's a lot to do in a short amount of time. And it's great to see that you were able to do that and it is possible yeah, yeah. to do that. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because we've had some uh, people uh, that we've been working with who have struggled with that process and getting getting themselves online. So mm. kudos to you for getting that uh, turned around so quickly. But it was that challenge of 
okay, so how do we, we know all this work's going to come in and we're going to need to reduce that down yep. and the best way we can do that is by automating uh, the process. So we're answering the same questions. Yeah, yep. Like I remember a team meeting we had, uh, you know, Monday at 4 o'clock and everyone's exhausted because they've just spent, you know, calling back and they said, oh, I've got four phone calls to return still. And it's like, wow, okay, we, we need to get on top of this. Um, and, mm. um, you know, and if our own clients are answering it, the, the other part of why we did it is is we can also help the market or the people following us in a massively leveraged way. Um, and, and that also protects against our potential downside of this COVID if we were to, you know, lose business or, um, you know, our, our growth plans were thrown off a bit, this is to counter that as well. So it's kind of a two really powerful uh, goals for us. Mm. I know my top priority was I needed to make sure that we kept our clients going, which would be the same thing with what you were doing. So how do you keep them sustainable? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, double down on your on your value that you give and, and that sort of thing. So. so what has been your biggest achievement through all of this? Um, well, maybe even building on the, the course, we, I didn't know how it was going to go, um, but we, I think at last count we had close to about uh, 350 to 400 people uh, in, in our course. Uh, which is you know, just obscene. I couldn't have. I thought you know, even a couple of hundred would have been huge. Um, so, so that's been amazing. And um, also, in response to our webinars as well, uh, you know, our previous webinars, if we had thirty or forty people live, that was pretty that was, exciting. That was an achievement. Um, but we've had, you know, I think we had a webinar. Um, uh, our JobKeeper webinar had over 500 people register and close to 200 people um, sort of show up. And so, um, you know, we've, we've kind of had to learn how to deal with those sort of numbers um, in an interesting way where, you know, now we don't go into a accounting-focused webinar without having literally our whole accounting team on there answering Q&A. And we go through literally 120 questions <laughs> on, uh, in the background that they're just churning away trying to help people with. So, and yeah. So, yeah, it's been fun um, in, in that sense, but uh, Challenging. tiring. Yeah. yeah. I know the first Education in Isolation webinar we did, we had over 100 on the call and, and there was me and one of my other team members answering questions. It was like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> so, yeah, so I can understand where that's coming from. And I thought the webinar process is actually a very good one and very good mm. to get their, get in their face and, and get their questions answered as soon as possible. Yeah, it's where your absolutely. clients clients would have been so let's let's look at what was that process and the strategies you put in place you said you did it in 48 hours what was it how did you plan that out what did you do <laughs> um <laughs> it was kind of like we were being um I don't know what the what the word is. Almost being chased uh, by uh, by having to respond, and so um, you know, I'd been learning a little bit about the online course side of things, and and we'd been we'd done webinars in the past, and so um, all I thought was if we're sort of sharing the same structured content, then let's work out what what are the chapters, what are the um, you know, if, if we're doing an online course, what sections of their of businesses do people need to consider and so yeah all, all we did was kind of go well you need to consider what you you do with your customers so let's work out what we need to give information on around that 
what do you need to consider with suppliers? How do you negotiate with your, your landlord? Um, you know, different things like that. Um, what do we need to consider from a team perspective? And even that is just so detailed, uh, you know, with standing people down if you're forced to close or HR and legal issues as well. Like it's, um, it's, it's a huge kettle of fish. But we basically mind mapped the, the whole, everything we need to sort of consider from our perspective. Uh, and then we started you know, building checklists and documents and um, a, a webinar and um, to sort of back, you know, to run people through all, all those things. So um, Yeah, so, and then yeah, identifying all with, of those steps and, and what you would need, to, what the client would need. I suppose, I suppose it's putting your feet in their shoes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yep. So, so what do we need to consider here? Um, you know, what do we need to do practically from a um, communication perspective as well? Like, you know, who do we need to talk to? Um, yeah, huge. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot, uh, and I could just imagine what that brainstorming session would have been like. Did you contact your clients to find out, or was it based on the questions that you were getting? Yeah. So, great question. So. Um, uh, so, so one of the things we did is we shared a Google Doc between the whole team, and we said, "Look, let's let's write down all the questions we're getting, um, and highlight the ones if they're the same one over and over again." So that gave us a really good platform, um, and then you know, from a financial perspective, um, you know, so some business owners might not know what to ask, so. And we kind of broke it down into you know, customers, suppliers, team as sort of the main three stakeholders. Um, you know, what do you need to consider from cash flow and bank funding? Um, you know, what's available to you from a government stimulus package um, side of things as well? And so, um, you know, some of the questions around that were obviously the questions coming from clients, but then we went out and, you know, shared some of our best practice tips on you know, debtors and, and managing people who owe you money. Um, giving people some things to consider there or negotiating with your suppliers for um, you know, extended terms or you know, a big thing was uh, with landlords and, and asking for rent relief for a few months, especially with you know clients who are in gyms or beauty where they literally had to shut their doors overnight and the government forced them to do that. And so, yeah, just yeah. kind of you know, offering help how we how we could with that. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we recommend uh, to our clients is, you know, ask your clients, if you could wave a magic wand right now, mm. what would it be that you could provide to them? So you actually, it, like industry consultation is huge for the training industry, but overall industry consultation and your client, getting to your clients and actually finding out what their needs are, um, you ha- you are in the perfect place where they were actually coming to you and yeah. looking for solutions, but that doesn't always happen. So sometimes you need to go out and actually actually ask. Um, and so so that was really good. And I like how you've mapped it out and worked it out. Where do you think you'll be with the training in the future? What what's your plans? Yeah. Um, so so we've got a number of other online courses we're looking to uh, to sort of launch over the next few months. Um, and so you know, and that's sort of training or one to one advice that we've been giving beforehand but we're, we're going to do it a bit more of a leveraged way and um, at the same time I, I personally get really fulfilled uh, by delivering workshops and uh, and also even one-to-one advice so I don't think that's going anywhere um, one of the examples is some uh, retreats we ran last year focused on on helping people grow their wealth uh, and you know the, the first two were at the Gold Coast and it was like a you know a couple of days away we had people flying in from Sydney Melbourne driving down from Brisbane um, to attend and, and and we spent a couple of days together going through some 
uh, you know, some, some content around wealth creation and, and building building that out for your future. And so um, my that's that's where my, my sort of personal passion and focus will be sort of put, um, including, you know, as soon as these restrictions are lifted, I, I, I want to run one of those retreats because um, we, we did have them planned. And, and so, um, so I think... But we're going to supplement the face-to-face now with online, um, and and, um, and and potentially even in a more uh, leveraged way. Where if if you're looking to work with us or want some simpler questions answered, then we can do that through um, you know a leveraged online course versus one-to-one, uh, which you know for the for the client that offers a, a cheaper price point, um, but also uh, you know saves saves us on um, uh, on on spreading us thin. Um, yeah, so we, we kind of get get the benefit of helping more people through that. And it's good because they get to know you first. So mm-hmm. they learn who you are and how you work uh, before you go, go out and meet them. So it's a good way to introduce you and your company as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the way I see the future with training is that we will never be the same again. But I do believe we still will do face-to-face training, but we can give so much more with complementing it with online training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can yeah. go and re-watch it instead of, um, you know, if, if you see something live, yeah, it's, <laughs> you got to remember it all and that often doesn't yeah. happen. And that's what's been the great thing about having the Zoom um, like training, I've done a lot of Zoom training, and the great thing is is that it's recorded and you can get to watch it again. So it could be that our live events are going to be recorded and the uh, your clients can then go back and re-watch it. It'll also give the opportunity, like one thing that I've really seen is the opportunity to your not localised market anymore. Mm-hmm. Your market is so much broader across Australia and possibly the world. So there's lots of opportunities because I, I, you would have uh, Australians who are doing business overseas, I'd assume. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And some of them go and live in those countries. They do business for an extended time, and yeah, yeah. And they'd miss out on all of that face-to-face stuff. That's right. Yeah. 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 So now they'll, they'll be able to access it. So I, I think it's awesome. So how do you see your whole business operating in twelve months' time? If you can look into a crystal ball into mm. the future what do you think it would be that would be different from how you're you were operating pre-COVID-19 yeah yeah good question um you know a lot of a lot of I've been asked a couple of times you know about physical locations and you know now that um you know we're all working from home or remote still and you know how does that look going forward and I think uh, you know from, from our perspective our team we've got a really good culture and so uh, I, I don't think our physical presence or, or getting together each day is going anywhere and um, so we'll, we'll still have an office but um, but I think we'll, we'll do a lot more um, of our meetings um, on, on zoom we already had a good portion but I think that will extend um, to, to more and more uh, and again I think the online is is only going to supplement the face to face side of things even more than, than we have been. Um, so so yeah, I think um, and and you know we're we're growing through a bit, bit of a challenging time as well. And so we're we, um, you know, 
new clients are coming on board and sort of reaching out for help and because they've seen you know that they might not have even heard anything from their accountant throughout this time and um, you know it's so awful when you speak to someone who says mm. I haven't heard a peep out of your accountant but I've been on your last six webinars it's been amazing and um, you know that that's you know I feel yeah. I feel great having sort of helped um, not just our own clients but other people as well been able to reach out to others as well and so what opportunities have you seen come out of this that um, may have diversified your business yeah um, so so it's kind of uh, like I guess with with this sort of online stuff that we've been doing it's, it's sort of um, broadened our, um, our sort of reach or uh, even credibility in the market um, through you know other traditional we're in an industry which is uh, traditionally you know crap in terms of marketing or online or anything like that so it's, a, it's a great thing and, and um, you know when you when I hear of sort of big four accounting firms or the big mid tiers making redundancies or um, you know reducing hours to four days a week and that's what people have to do instead of five all this sort of stuff I go you biddy <laughs> it's, it's fantastic for uh, you know a, 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 like a, a younger energy uh, you know more nimble businesses that, that could um, sort of pick up the, um, uh, I guess those opportunities, and, and that goes for us as accountants, but all sorts of other industries where you've got big players or or slow moving um, people who, who can't keep up with the uh, the rate of change that's happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and how do you keep motivated each day? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, fantastic question. Um, and, and something that I've actually sort of struggled with as well over the last few uh, weeks and months. Um, but I've not only got my own family relying on me to sort of get us through this time, um, but I've got the, you know, the, the eight other team members that we've got at the moment and their families um, sort of relying on what we do. Uh, and, and then if you go even further than that, you know, close to 200 clients who uh, are looking to us for help. Um, and so I only see we've got one choice. And that's to, to really step up and, and help. Um, and, and I know that this is only a seasonal thing. Uh, you know, the, the light at the end of our own tunnel is kind of 30 June is, is a bit of a marker that we're all focusing on. And, and we'll sort of step back and have a bit of a, a relax in July. Um, but, but it's, you know, it's showing up every single day knowing that there's hundreds, hundreds of people um, relying on our help right now and uh, and that's a huge motivator <laughs> yeah yeah I know for me um, my focus has been on our clients and on our team uh, mm. which has been a really good distraction from yeah. uh, toilet paper and <laughs> things yeah, yeah. other things that are happening out there and and it, there is a lot of pressure and as a business owner uh, it is that pressure to keep up with what are your clients' needs and how can you serve them best, but also maintaining that uh, mental health of your team and not only your team, yourself. So it, it can be quite difficult. And I could really feel that with you when you were talking because I was like, yep, I totally get that. I, I understand where you're getting going from. So it's more that focus. I, I know I've got a sticky note in front of me on my computer that says focus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just reminding yeah. me each day. Yeah, yeah, and I think often, often, um, you know, we'll overlook the small wins and that sort of thing. So it's nice mm. to have sort of external people or your own team, um, you know, having a rhythm around celebrating stuff. And you know, we're, we're 
as, as tough as it is at the moment, we're getting uh, <laughs> um, we're getting you know really nice things that the client is sending us. Like I get messages um, every now and again. Uh, they'll say, "Oh, you know, really appreciated Riz's help or Sophie's help over the last few months." Um, you know, they're sending it to me, and I go, "Wow, you know, that's that's so good to sort of see." Uh, and so we're, we're sharing that stuff within the team. We've got a Slack channel. <laughs> oh, the wings. Uh, dedicated. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So um, you, you've, you've really got to do that to sort of keep, keep positive and, and, you know, under so much pressure and, and sort of the stresses. So, yeah. That's a great idea. Um, we've got Teams. I'm thinking we should have a Teams winning channel or, yeah. you know, just to put your wins on because I think that's you can focus too much on the negatives that are happening and that's what's really helped me get through is focusing on what are the wins, even if they're small. Definitely, yep. Yeah. That's it. Well, thank you very much, Ben. That was awesome. Really good to uh, catch up with you today and really good insights as well, particularly about the training side, which is not what I would have, <laughs> would have expected from an accountant was that was where our conversation was going to go. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for having me on, Angela. And, uh, yeah, it's been, been awesome. Excellent. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. You've been listening to the Education in Isolation podcast with me, Angela Connell. If you'd like access to the show notes and other resources to find subscription options, you can find us at educationinisolation.com. The Education in Isolation podcast is proud to be part of the Experts on Air podcast network.